Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee, and today I have the pleasure to be speaking with Nikki Barua, CEO of Beyond Curious, a Los Angeles-based digital innovation consultancy that she founded in October 2011. Mumbai, India-born Ms. Barua is a former Ernst & Young consultant who has counted such major brands as Toyota, Sonos, Disney, and Nike, Nike and Yahoo as clients during her career as a top female entrepreneur. Featured in the pages of Fortune, Forbes, and by Fox News over the years, she recently launched a, a new book uh, called Beyond Barriers. Uh, good afternoon, Nikki. First today, maybe uh, you, you often use the expression, we make elephant, elephants run, including on your company's website. You know, what does that mean? Hi, Bob. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, our uh, tagline and our promise is all about making elephants run. You know, what this uh, references is really the state that we're all living in and the world we're operating in, which is uh, filled with rapid and disruptive change. Everything around us is changing so fast, you know, from technology to customer expectations to competition that most people and certainly most companies are struggling to adapt to it. This is uh, especially a challenge for bigger brands because most big brands are like elephants. They compete on their size. Uh, what they're really challenged with is competing on speed. But that's just not good enough anymore because, as you know, the every market leader has not just the scale but also the speed in order to gain marketplace momentum. So what Beyond Curious does is help big companies uh, think and act with the agility of a startup. So we help them define new digital strategies, design and build digital products and platforms, and also ignite a culture of change that's truly right for the digital age. Our foundational philosophy is how do you help these big companies navigate through uncertainty and solve really big complex problems, but do it in a way that helps them get unstuck. So that's why our clients say that we're a catalyst that removes the barriers in the way and that's how we unlock their potential. And that's really how we make elephants run. My second question is a little bit similar to the first one, but maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit about Beyond, what Beyond Curious is and what makes your company vastly different from other consultancies in the same space. Beyond Curious is a digital transformation consultancy. And specifically what that means is that we help legacy businesses become digital businesses. In today's world, it's imperative for every business to become a digital business. Think like a tech company that just happens to be in the business of hospitality or sports or retail or in manufacturing, but you have to think like a tech company. That's uh, easier said than done. You know, it's a pretty challenge and complex undertaking. And in order to get there, every business has to rethink their business model. How do you actually make money in a digital age? You have to reimagine your customer experience. How do you actually deliver a customer experience that's personalized and predictive? And then in order to do all of that, how do you rebuild internal capabilities, systems, processes, cultures so that you have rapid speed to market? So what Beyond Curious helps its clients do is that we help them achieve these transformative outcomes using our proprietary methodology. Um, and this methodology is built on agile principles. There are three core components to it. One is we work in two-week sprints. So everything that we do, whether it's strategy, design, development, is done in two-week sprints. What this ensures is that you have a specific ob objective for every sprint and a guaranteed outcome. And so instead of going in a straight line from point A to point B, our clients are able to pivot and adjust and adapt to change constantly. So they're learning and adapting as they go. The second thing is we organize people in integrated pods. And, and what that does is that they're able to collaborate in a very different kind of way. They're able to take risks, learn and make decisions in a much more 
agile approach. And as a result of that, they go from a bureaucratic risk-avoiding culture to an entrepreneurial risk-taking culture. And uh, the third thing is that we do all our engagement in this accelerator approach, and that allows uh, clients to come together sort of like a startup environment that allows them to achieve bigger, better results way faster. And so instead of doing projects that take years to get done and millions of dollars to achieve, you know, you do everything in an accelerator approach that goes from idea to execution in a rapid way. Uh, so our promise ultimately is about navigating through uncertainty with greater clarity and confidence. Second, I wanted to ask your opinion. You've been in the technology space. You know, what you th- lately, obviously, with, with uh, privacy issues and data analytics in the news with Facebook, and now Nike recently last week announcing that they've acquired a data, data analytics firm in Manhattan called uh, Zodiac. I just wanted to know if you could weigh in on what your opinion is on data analytics being used in greater use in, uh, in retail. It's such an important topic of discussion and one that affects every single human being and every single company to think about what this means in terms of our way of life and uh, certainly a sense of responsibility. My perspective on data is that it, in a world that's becoming increasingly technology-led, there's no escaping data and therefore it has a direct impact on privacy and you know our uh, security and, and what we share. There's almost no escaping that. What I think, you know, is essential for every brand and every industry to really think about is moral leadership. Because we as consumers are, whether we know it or not, are revealing so much about our lives, our behaviors, and our choices every single day with every single brand or platform that we interact with. The I truly believe that the responsibility of this falls on businesses, um, you know, whether it's a retailer or a hospitality brand, to really think about you know, the data that you're collecting, not only ensuring the highest degree of privacy, whether that's uh, with the consent of the consumer or not, it's your responsibility to ensure that you're giving consumers, not only educating them on what they're revealing to you, but choices in front of them and caring for them before they ask for it. I think that goes back to businesses stepping into the moral leadership that is necessary in order to build a better world because technology has given every business the ability to impact society and lives and at a scale and at an impact that was never possible before. And that responsibility has to be taken with the utmost seriousness. And I don't think it's it's appropriate for any brand or any leader today to simply choose to be a bystander. That's just not acceptable. So I think it's a tremendous privilege and a responsibility to step into that space and to be the guardians of the well-being of human beings and society for the future. Tower this is about a couple of recent projects that Beyond Curious was involved in, one with Sonos and one with the NBA's Miami Heat. Maybe you could tell our listeners about what your company did for each of those uh companies. Absolutely. Um, you know, Beyond Curious is uh, truly honored to be trusted by some of the world's leading brands. Our portfolio of clients includes major brands across various industries. And as a result of that, we're able to observe patterns and recognize how regardless of what industry a business may be in, their challenges today are actually very similar. You know, the number one challenge that almost every business is facing today is how do you adapt to change quickly? So it really doesn't matter if it's a retailer or a consumer electronics company or a sports brand, uh, they're all dealing with the same issue. And so we were fortunate to be able to help both Sonos and the Miami Heat in this. And across the board, 
there are three major questions that most brands are asking us today. Number one is, how do I get insights and intelligence faster? Everything is changing so fast. How do, you go, how do I go from data to insights to action? Because that cycle determines how I'm able to capitalize on marketplace uh, opportunities. The second is, how do I build digital products and platforms that allow me to uh, have the capabilities to act on those insights or those opportunities? Uh, because if I'm not digital on the inside, I can deliver digital on the outside. And the third is, how do I uh, serve the needs of my customer in a personalized, predictive, and painless way? Because customer needs and expectations are changing so fast. So for Sonos, there challenge was about figuring out the right retail experience that not only showcased their products, but also expressed their value proposition to their customers. And in addition to that, having a direct a point of contact with the customer so they could stay connected to their changing needs. What we helped Sonos do was partner with them to develop their retail store concept. Initially, this whole concept started out with the idea of creating something that looked like the Apple store. You know, then the same consumer electronics business. So the initial hypothesis was let's build a store that looks like the Apple store. But when we started investigating what customers really valued and what they wanted, turns out what they value about Sonos was not so much about the product or the speakers. It was how the product made them feel. The one word that kept coming up was happiness. Smurf said, Sonos makes them feel happy. And so we thought about that and we said, how do we translate that idea of happiness into a store concept? How do we create an environment where people experience happiness? So we uh, help them figure out, translate that concept into designing these listening pods. If you go to the Sonos store in New York City, which is a flagship store, you'll see these listening pods that are designed like rooms in the home, like a living room or kitchen and so forth. And you could listen to your favorite music that instantly experience the happiness that you would feel if you own the product. And so this completely broke all the rules of retail. It was unlike anything else out there, but it allowed us to go from an original concept of the store that was supposed to be just like the Apple store to take an agile approach, testing and learning and con and making 32 pivots to finally get to the concept that we ended up launching in New York City in the flagship store. The media coverage that we got after that basically said that the uh, Sona store makes the Apple store look like a radio shack, which was quite a statement. And this really highlighted how when you take an agile and adaptive approach, you can unlock innovation in ways that a traditional approach just cannot do and, and put them as a, uh, a market leader in that space and has allowed them to use that as a platform for future growth. For Miami Heat, similarly, their challenge was to engage fans and deliver a personalized experience that the fans could not get anywhere else. Their real competition was, a, you know, a person's living room, because today you could sit in your living room and enjoy a great sporting event without having to bother buying tickets, waiting in line, or, uh, you know, having to buy hot dogs and beer um, the arena. And, and so what their challenge was, how do you deliver an experience that you can only get in the arena and only get through? through a Miami Heat channel and nowhere else. So what we did was identify a set of hypotheses very quickly based on customer research. And then we translated that into prototypes that we tested with real customers, which helped us determine which idea would work best. That allowed us to develop a mobile experience that helped Miami Heat deliver to fans a completely ticketless and cashless experience. This was something that was never done before. It was an extremely bold move. So the only way you can enter the arena 
is to download the Miami Heat app because that's the only way you can get a ticket to enter that. And once you get in there, anything you need to buy, whether it's merchandise or food or anything, it's a completely cashless experience. Now, that's obviously delivers a lot of conveniences to the fan. But in addition to that, it also helped them deliver very personalized content for each fan. For the Miami Heat, this sort of high engagement and convenience um, that they delivered to their fans also had another added benefit. 100% of the fans can engage with them only through the app. That means that they're able to constantly learn from every user behavior on the app and keep making the experience even better. So all of this, this first in industry, very bold move. Um, that obviously had a risk of not being adopted was done in a very successful format that yielded tremendous business results for them. And it was only achieved because they made a big problem smaller, were able to navigate through uncertainty using our accelerator approach and doing things in a very agile and experimental way. See other uh, professional teams perhaps adopting that that concept for uh, for their franchises? Um, absolutely. In fact, uh, that's very much, uh, you know, the trend that has been set forth because Miami Heat has proven to be a very bold innovator and they set the benchmark that uh, uh, the other sports team are all looking at adopting because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what business you're in, customer intimacy and knowledge of your customers is what allows you to deliver the best experience that earns you the loyalty, earns you the share of wallet. And in order to do that, embracing digital fully and becoming a digital business is key. I think for Miami Heat, the big thing was they thought of themselves not as a sports brand, but really as a tech company that just happens to be in the business of sports. That shift in mindset allowed them to think about their business and their relationship to the customer in a brand new way. Next, uh, how do you think the talents at Beyond Curious might benefit a company in the retail, sporting goods, or footwear space? Yeah, you know, much like uh, I mentioned about, uh, regardless of what industry you're in and what your business is about, I think the challenges that we're seeing every company in every industry face is the same thing, which is change is happening really, really fast. And unless you adapt to it, you will be left behind and you may not survive. You know, the rate of businesses, you know, dying today is faster than ever before. We're seeing it in the news all the time. In fact, especially in the retail industry, there's so much talk about, you know, retail is dead. Well, we don't believe retail is dead. I think the old way of doing retail is dead, but it also creates massive opportunity to reinvent and become a leader in the new space. But in order to do that, you got to be very clear about your opportunity. You got to be very agile and going after it and you need the right digital platforms to capitalize on that uh, opportunity and so whether you're an e-teller or a brick and mortar store or in the sporting goods space the intimate connection with your customers you know and turning your customers into raving fans because you're able to deliver that personalized experience is really key and and to do that you have to be able to tap into the right ideas execute on them very fast and have a culture that's experimental, that is willing to take risks and adapt to change quickly. And that's really what uh, the Beyond Curious Accelerators are designed to do. We help you achieve, uh, you know, adapt to that change and help you get there fast. Finally today, I just wanted to ask, I understand you have a new book out. I saw it on Amazon and I wanted to know if you could tell our listeners what does it focus on and how might it help uh, business people today? 
Yes, this uh, book is all about how to navigate through uncertainty and risk and uh, to have the clarity and courage and conviction to unlock your potential. You know, the book features uh, the framework that has guided uh, my life personally, but has also been the foundational philosophy that has guided the Beyond Curious methodology, which is all around this concept of clarity, courage, and conviction. The book presents this framework of how to achieve that, and it shares stories of uh, people, ordinary people that have achieved extraordinary outcomes uh, simply by, uh, you know, being able to gain that clarity and to take courageous action and to not give up. Um, you know, the world we're living today is incredibly challenging for businesses and for individuals. And, uh, you know, at a time like this, it's, uh, you know, this book is really designed to provide a very simple and actionable framework that guides not just individuals, but really informs the culture of companies so that they're able to, you know, gain that, uh, you know, uh, definite purpose, and then translate that into the steps you can take where you make big problems really small, and you're able to take action on that, and then keep adapting to change and learn from that constantly. So I encourage your listeners to check out the book uh, called Beyond the Barriers. It's available on Amazon and print and digital versions both. Thank you very much for your insights today and best of luck with your company. I have been speaking with Miss Nikki Barua, CEO of Beyond Curious in Los Angeles, and you are listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.